Well, I've got the opener right here in my hand. Ugh. Ugh. Are you ready for this? Is that what you call it? <laughs> I don't know. Am I ready for it? Is that is that what you say when you've got the opener in your hand? Are you ready for this? <laughs> Are you ready, ready to be this? opened? Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Well, what, what do you say when you're preparing to do something? It depends on what I'm preparing to do, Luke. What do you call yours, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure mine has well, a name. I'm not my opener. <laughs> what I was actually referring to mm. was a personality test I took in Japan. Oh, so Wait. you've been to another Church of Scientology then, have you? Yes, yes, exactly. Wait. No, I don't even know where I was when I got this. Wait, 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 wait. You were in but, Japan but, but, before but. you were in, in Los Angeles, weren't you? Yes, I was. So, were you exposed to the Church of Scientology earlier than we knew? Is that what you- No, no, this was not a Church of Scientology thing. This was something yeah. at Joyopolis. I think when you are a Scientologist, everything becomes a Church of Scientology thing, one way or another. But so, this predates way, his this- exposure, I, I thought. Anyway, does it? Anyway, sorry, does sorry, it? Sorry, don't need to- It does. This is, yeah, this is back from 2016. Now, I, I don't remember quite what I was- how they did this, but I remember the questions weren't in English. Oh, that okay. probably went well then. Yep. So, I'll, I'll read a few of the things off throughout the show, but I'll start off with basic personality. Okay. In Japanese, please. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't do that. Oh. <laughs> Is that what you told them? Charismatic. <laughs> they loved you over there. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> English. Well, I don't. Japanese. Get someone else to do I don't think you. so, mate. Yeah. English. <laughs> So, well, they printed it out in English for me, so... Yeah. Charismatic team leader. You are a talented leader to organize a team. You raise the motivation of people around you unconsciously, and you can lead a group toward a, toward a goal. Okay. This is because you always give high priority to other people's feelings, and people around you look up as a trustable leader. But you often can't say no to someone's request. Because you can imagine others' feelings realistically like yours. Mate, so be you careful not say to no take to too requests. much. So be careful not to take too much requests or impossible wishes from others. Okay. I mean look, that does mm. describe you, but it could also describe literally anyone. So, yeah. But it's it is I'll good advice. Little- Don't take on impossible wishes from others. You know? Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you a little tease for the next one. The title is Your View on Sex. Oh. Well, I, well, if it's your view, it's not really a test, is it? They just asked you what your view was and you told them. So you have to wait for that a little later in the well, show. And he said, well, I've got the opener right here in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fucking view on sex right there, Your right. Honour. <laughs> so what, what's your view on... So what's been happening this week? Oh, he's going to... No, no, that's for later Oh, that's a show. tease. That's a, okay. Wow. That's a tease. Well, I'm, uh, I'm back, obviously. Um, oh, yeah, Matt's sorry. back. Matt's back. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, sorry, listeners. Um, I actually had intended to, I was going to try and be here, but it just didn't work out because I was at PAX Unplugged and there was a lot going on. And uh, it's very, PAX is very tiring. Oh, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Do you know that something happened at um, Unplugged that hasn't happened in a while? And I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but remember when we went to PAX? Because um, I've been to PAX, different PAXs with both of you over here in the US. and But mm-hmm. I think both times, Penny Arcade was kind of a big deal at, at PAX. But it, it seemed to me at PAX East that 
and people are more interested in YouTubers that I've never heard of than they are the Penny Arcade guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that is slowly becoming a thing. Well, I, and, and for that reason, um, Acquisitions Incorporated, which is the live D and D game that the that the Penny Arcade people do, uh, sponsored by uh, Wizards of the Coast, I believe. It's now run by Jeremy Crawford. Uh, Chris Perkins has stepped down as DM. Uh, which is sad, but uh, Jeremy Crawford is apparently fucking awesome. Because mm-hmm. uh, we, we did see this show at PAX Unplugged barely. Because I just assumed it would be like, you know, PAX East, where you can just wander into that giant theater without a worry, you know, and see the show. Mm-hmm. Not counting on the fact that this is a fucking board game convention. And if you don't get in that line early, you will not sit, you're looking in. Like, it was fucking packed. We had to sit on the floor. Well, it is called PAX. That's yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that hasn't happened to me uh, at a PAX in a very long time. So, uh, like, you know, not being able to get into a panel that I wanted. Because I'm, I'm old. I, I, like the I stuff went all the, the way to fucking Seattle for PAX with two things that I wanted to see there. And neither of which I made it into. We, we made it into the Bioshock panel for PAX, if you recall. That's Dan. true. That's true. We did. And that's actually now a famous panel. Uh, mm. That people show clips of on YouTube because yeah. uh, it showed so Bioshock uh, Infinite. Panel. Yeah, that's right. Because they showed that footage of the game back when it looked a lot more interesting. Yeah, when there was a when there was a tear in the fabric of space time, and you ended up in the eighties in some city. And it, it's uh, a Revenge of the Jedi the ter- on the theater yeah. and stuff. Amazing. Yeah. That was still in the game. Yeah, they showed us footage. Of- well, yeah, but it was this mm. was different. She was like healing a horse. I think. Sorry, I didn't finish the word. It sounded like I said healing a whore. Healing yeah, a horse. horse. Yeah, I stopped stopped mid word, which was which is bad. Yes, packs exhausting, and uh, I think they're gonna have to make packs unplugged even bigger next year. It was like twice as big this year. Oh, they just have to plug it in. Is it just plug it possible in. Possible <laughs> for them to make it bigger? Uh, yeah, I think so. You still talking to the opener? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think so. The the convention center in Philly is big, and uh, and I think they could they could take up more of it. It's a nice convention center, actually. Philly's nice. We actually walked around Philly uh, quite a bit. Uh, it took took. Did you meet breaks. your friendly drug dealer? <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, everyone Aww. there is very friendly, though. We we walked. What you say? Everyone says, oh. a drug dealer. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Philly gets a bad rap. People say, oh, be careful there. Like, ah, oh, it's fine. And we walked to, to get to a, we went to go to a particular pub. Mm-hmm. We went for a walk at night. Mostly it was fine. There was a couple of areas that I was like, uh-oh, are we entering a bad area? No. People just were like, hello. Like, people actually said hello, which yeah, well, at first was terrifying. Because <laughs> why are they talking to me? But then it was like, oh, no, they're actually there. Mm. just being nice. Now, when you say you were looking for a particular pub- uh, I'm going to assume mm. this is Patty's pub. Well, or in that case, a, it was a not. a few other celebrity pubs while you were there? We did go to, well, it claims to be the original Patty's pub for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fans. Apparently, that is the one that they are claiming. It's the one that, that they base the show on because Rob McElhinney grew up in Philly. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't like really go into the Patty's pub because it was just, it's just a, like a pub, like a, you know. Yeah. It's not special. It doesn't look like the one in the movie, in the, in the show. But we did go to one called Max Tavern, which actually is owned by uh, Rob McElhinney and um, oh. Caitlin Olson. Because they're married, actually. So, it's Caitlin 
Macaloni, but... Are they? Goes by her old name. Yeah, they met on the show, apparently. So, but yeah, this bar four has of the cast a, members are married to each other. Yes. And one of them's not married to anyone. Is Glenn not married? He's got a... He's I'm not saying he's not married. I'm just saying he's not married to one of the other five cast members. Oh, sure. Him. Unless he's, he's married, married to, to Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. I didn't know about it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Glenn Houghton and fucking Danny DeVito. What a wedding. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was fun. But they weren't there, obviously, because why would they be? But Because uh, mm. they live in Los Angeles. But, Did you uh, have any Philadelphia spread while you were there? <laughs> uh, hmm, no, I don't think no. so. Is that a worldwide thing or is that an Australian thing? No, we have that. We have that. What about a Philly oh, cheesesteak while you were there? Uh, I had a Philly cheesesteak crepe, which was very good. <laughs> okay. Sure. So is that just like the an egg omelette thing? No. You don't, you, Instead of a bun? Or, you, you don't know what a crepe is? What a f- what well, a Philly cheesesteak is, or is you don't know like, what a no, crepe, crepe is? It's like a thin <laughs> pancake. Thin pancake. Yeah, Neither yeah, yeah. of them are omelets. Sorry, I get confused. <laughs> I get confused. Okay. Yeah, crepe is a is like a yeah, thin pancake kind of thing. But it's savory. Well, it doesn't actually, it doesn't have no, to be. it doesn't have to be. You can have sweet crepes. Yeah. But you can't have an omelette and say it's a crepe. That's, <laughs> well, you could. That's the one thing you can't do. Yeah. yeah. You could. I knew what I meant. <laughs> I could go on omelette, though. It's good, great. So, there's been some trailers come out this week. Yeah, a couple of pretty big trailers, actually. Yeah. All it'd take now was an episode nine trailer one of them. and, uh, you know. Yeah. I think, we, I think we have to wait on that, but, geez. Yeah, I think so, too. They did. They put them all out in the same week. So, the, well, the first one was Captain Marvel. Mm. And it looks all right, I guess. <sighs> Does it? It doesn't. Yeah. It looks okay, I guess. But then again, Black Panther trailer was shit. See, I was thinking mm. the trailer, I was like, oh, okay, sure. I mean, it looks fine. And that maybe that's for the best because I find, I was thinking like, well, normally when I feel that way about a movie, I like it because I'm not yeah, that's hyping true. it up too much. The first trailer I felt was more interesting than this one. This one, I don't mm. know, just seemed very pedestrian. Hmm. But we'll see. I mean, look, I'm obviously going to see it. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Avengers trailer? Because I wasn't that impressed. Well, it didn't really. Uh, that's it's it not was true to say it didn't show anything, but more yeah, than a trailer. It didn't show a huge amount. Look, uh, what it did do yeah, was yeah. make me want to go back and watch uh, the previous film again. Uh, yeah, I wanted to. Too. I've only seen it once. I haven't seen it a second time. Yeah, so. Mm. You know, it reminded me that it was there and that I should catch up on it again before we move forward. I noticed mm. they didn't do anything too tricky with this one, like give away any evidence of time travel plots or anything like that. Mm. So, didn't they? Well. Didn't didn't they? One thing it did remind me of is the fact that I've missed another Ant-Man movie. Yes. In fact, mm-hmm. well, actually, yeah. both of those. Uh, you know what? I don't want to spoil even this might not be the case, and I don't want to spoil anything. But um, not a spoiler if you don't know it's a spoiler. Okay. Well, apparently some stuff happens in Ant Man and the Wasp that oh. that is Shit, interesting. That means I have to see might, that movie, do I? And might invalidate your statement, Dan. About oh, okay. okay. It not not including some kind of. I see. 
timey travel right. kind of business. Uh, no, no. I think – have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. I think I know what you're talking about and I think you might be confused. Uh, it's not me. It's Reddit that's confused if that's the case. <laughs> I think Reddit's confused because – Okay. I don't know. It's, it's not – it's not too late for a spoiler in it. It's I can say a spoiler for Ant Man. For Ant Man, go for your life. Yeah, because it's been two weeks. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, it's been and I don't give a shit weeks. about Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be great then. Go yeah, on, okay. <laughs> but there's a, I believe there's a part where he gets shrunk down smaller than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's two other people that are working the computer to make sure that he's super small. Okay. Now, when the click happens and everyone disappears, two people looking after the computer, they disappear. Right. Okay. And then he gets out somehow. I don't know how. In other words, he's supposed to still be microscopic. Yes. Okay. Yes, he gets lost in the quantum realm, right? So I reckon he just got out somehow. <laughs> and, then, and then he rocks up to the Avengers house and goes, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Remember me. And then they go, Old weren't you really one. small? And he goes, oh, I got out somehow. Yeah, I just got out <laughs> yep. somehow. They're like, you going to explain where you were? No, nah, I got uh, out somehow. Well, I didn't explain how Hulk got to that no, planet. that's true. That is true. He flew off in the jet, didn't he? At the end. How did he get to another planet? Oh, he flew it there. Mate, if you just keep flying a jet, eventually you'll probably get to another planet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> eventually. He flew off in one of those in Nick those Fury things. jets. I forget what they're called. Mm. Someone will write in. Speaking of Nick Fury, I'm not completely psyched about the level of Nick Fury that Captain Marvel (laughs) seems to have in it. And it's not that I I don't like Nick Fury. It's not that I don't like Samuel L. Jackson. It's just that he's just a bit overexposed and I don't (laughs) really care. Well, is he anymore? Yes. Yes, he is. What's... But he's sort of dropped no, off mate, the he's, last. He's Jeez. literally in everything. Samuel L. Jackson, he's everywhere. He is bit parts now, and he plays the wacky sidekick in things now, or or, or the I weird don't even remember villain. The last thing I saw him in that wasn't an Avengers movie. He's in and even a, the last few Avengers movies, he hasn't been in them. He's in M Night Shyamalan's series, so that, that's going on, right? Yeah, but I won't be watching them, so don't worry about that. <laughs> no, he was in the Kingsman. He was in the fucking. Tarzan movie that came out last year that I finally caught up on. <laughs> was that was just fucking playing terrible. The wacky sidekick. But that was a that was fucking terrible. awful movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Listen, Darcy has sent in an article about a gentleman who uh, who purchased preemptively, apparently before everyone was talking about it. Because oh yeah, we haven't we didn't mention this. Uh, the Russo brothers, the directors of Infinity War and Endgame yeah. and some of the Captain America movies, fucking liars. They said the title of the new Avengers movie is not spoken in Infinity War. It is. It's called Endgame. Doctor Strange <laughs> says it. Yep. So, yeah. Lies. But uh, that became everyone's theory about what it was going to be um, for a while on- online before they said that. And then this gentleman, apparently even before it became a, a common belief that that was going to be the name, he registered AvengersEndgame.com. <laughs> and uh, and now he's holding it ransom. Of course. He's redirected it to the page for the uh, the new Deadpool movie, Once Upon a Deadpool. So if you go to <laughs> AvengersEndgame.com, it'll redirect you to the uh, the Deadpool website. 
Uh, and he said, unless they invite him to the premiere, he's not going to hand it over. So I think they probably would have liked to have sorted that out before the premiere as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, good point. But also, I think, uh, I think they could probably arrange to just get that because there are certain rules around copyright and, and things like that That's to do with true. domains. That's true. You, you like have you to actually have something called that in order to sit on. Yeah. Like you can register a domain and as long as it could be any old thing, as long as no one cares, you, you can have it and it's fine. But if you own a domain that is a registered trademark of something and you don't have a good reason for having it, then they, they can and, and will take it away from I you. I think he's doing the smart thing, though, of uh, sending it to the Deadpool and sort of having a bit of a fun with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than Instead just- Instead of just going to like Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Or a bunch of affiliate links or something. <laughs> Unless he's got a, some kind of under the table deal with um, Fox for the uh, Man, for the Deadpool week, selling that to the highest bidder right now. <laughs> hey, can I yeah. ask a question about the Russo brothers? Sure. So the Russo brothers uh, directed a couple of episodes of Arrested Development, which was good. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they directed a couple of episodes of Happy Endings, which was good, and they directed a couple of episodes of Community, which was good, okay. and then they did four fucking. Marvel movies. What happened? Mm. How do you do that? <laughs> well, they did a good job on the Marvel movies. No, I, I know they that. did, but like... Yeah, how do you go from like yeah. that to that? Like, that's a big jump. Yeah, like how fair. How do we get in on Who that? Ah, the Russo I think I think the the, uh, the Lego movie guys might have ruined that for everyone, though, with Solo. Yeah, that's right. No one's taken any chances anymore. Because maybe that's what they were thinking. Like, oh, they got these Russo brothers. They did some comedy stuff. And then we got, I forget, the, I forget their names. But the, we got these guys, the Lego movie, and they've done some TV stuff. Let's give yeah. them a Star Wars movie. And then they were like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it all crazy. Yeah. Looking Star Make up the lines <laughs> as you go along, guys. <laughs> we're being facetious, but uh, yeah. So maybe that's, that's, why, that's why they did that. Yeah. Russo brothers. Yes, well, they, except they, they, that they, now you. You don't even have to be a director. You just have to be related to a director, and they'll just <laughs> you mean give Bryce you- Dallas Howard. Yeah, hey, mate. yeah, correct. Leave her alone. Look, she's all right. Look, all right. I know you like your Elfie Boffins, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Some of us went to fucking uni to learn how to be directors. All right. <laughs> we didn't just have famous dads. Yeah, and saw the Fantastopotamus. Oh, your dad didn't teach you how to direct a film. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I would love to have seen a film that your dad directed, Matt. I can't for the life of me. I've seen a short film your dad directed. I was in one. Oh, my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was weird. It's about a pedophile priest. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Before you go throwing your judgment around, you starred in that movie, Matt. <laughs> no, no, I know. <laughs> Yeah. Not as the pedophile priest. He no. chose that role for himself. I was just one of a group of friends in that. Yeah. I watched a movie this week um, that I, I was, I thought it looked interesting. I know that it didn't, it wasn't well received. Uh, it's called Bright. It's on Netflix. It's got yeah. Will Smith. Well, I've, uh, I've looked at it. I've looked at it. Mm-hmm. As in, I've looked You've at the You've seen it, Luke? It would have made a great, I've seen it and I've said it would have made a great television show. Yeah. If you split the three acts of that movie up to the three seasons, I think it would have been fantastic. Yeah. See, look, I liked it uh, in general, 
well, it wasn't great. Like, but I liked it. And especially like the, the story and everything. It, it's reminded me a lot of Shadowrun. You guys familiar with Shadowrun? Mm-hmm. Very much reminded me of that. With Obviously, it's not the far future. It's set in the present day. But yeah, so you got elves and orcs at some point joined our world. Or maybe they were always in our world. It does, it's not quite clear how they got there. But it's set presumably present day Los Angeles, except there are elves and orcs and, and rumors of magic. And uh, there's about two cops. One's a human, one's an orc. And uh, he's the first orc cop. That's right. And they have an adventure. Okay. Uh, is it a metaphor for racism? No, nah, it doesn't. I don't think it. Well, yeah, I think it is. Is it? I don't think it goes that deep. Yeah. It's not obviously that, I don't think. Okay. Okay. It's, it's but, fairly uh, straightforward. Because it's based off on a comic or a book, isn't it? I, I'm not sure about that. I know it's written, it was written by Max Landis. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't mind Max Landis, but he's not done the best stuff always. He did that, um, what was that one with, uh, you know what, this is pointless because I can't remember the name of it or even who's in it. So, no one's <laughs> going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a movie that he directed that, uh, or wrote and directed or, forget it. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to hear where this is going. I want to I hear the point you're going to make. Uh, he's written some stuff that went well and he's written some stuff that went poorly. So, uh, also, he's John Landis' son and he is yeah. writing, if not directing, the American Werewolf in London yes, reboot. Yes, I believe mm. he's also directing. Well, Bright was directed by David Ayer, who directed Suicide Squad. Oh, And fantastic. so, I was like, hmm, <laughs> Academy Award winning film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suicide Squad. So, I was like, oh, maybe that's mm-hmm. what the problem is. <laughs> yes, certainly could be that. Certainly could be that. You know, I just think this would have, especially the way it ends and everything, I mm. think could have just been well that played out a bit longer over, you know, I think it was more suited to television. Oh, it's got some great stuff movie. in it, though. Yeah, and I think having that fleshed out a bit, some of that story, I think it was fleshed out and you got more involved in it, and yeah, mm. I think it would have been like there was, better as TV, but we got a movie. There was that bit where, it's not really a spoiler, but there's a, because it's kind of the premise of the whole fucking film, is that there's a, it, there, are, there are people who are bright, and that means you can- Who can hold magic wand. You can hold a magic wand without it exploding you. If you touch a magic wand and you're not, you know, you don't, you're not a bright, you'll just fucking explode. So, there are people who are bright, and then there's this young Is there elf a way girl. to know that before you touch it? No. It doesn't- No. I don't think so. Um, so, and there's a young elf girl who's played by the girl from the, uh, the Wolf Creek TV series- um, she, she's bright and she, uh, they, they team up with her after they rescue her from, um, from some, some bad elves. Uh, but there's a section where there's a, an elf girl who's been, uh, you know, by magic kind of transformed into this almost art installation. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Luke? Like she's dead and she's been, um, it's just like her, her from, from the torso down kind of goes into this big kind of almost. Um, statue of like swans and things and but and and but it's all kind of like it's very gothy and you know like it's got blood red kind of colors i can't remember that part oh man it's fucking cool but then i was just like oh that's rad there wasn't really anything else like it in the film like that was like visually that was fucking really cool and then it yeah i think didn't do anything else like that yeah they shut the power through the story so that's why you missed more stuff like that. Yeah. What a potential. Mm. 
It's just very flat. The whole thing is just very flat. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. No. But in fact, yeah, I'd I just, recommend I, I'm just, check it out. Like, if you're doing the ironing, yeah, pop it, it on. Looked flat. That's why, yeah, definitely. that's why I skipped it. Yeah. Probably no, won't it, go and watch it now, even with your lukewarm reviews. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just not good. Mm. It gets very predictable. Hey, speaking of wands, right? <laughs> Luke's got his in his hand. You guys... <laughs> that's right, the opener. <laughs> um, you guys... Have seen Harry Potter, right? Yes. Not all of them, but most okay, of them. Okay, you've seen most. I've seen mm. one and I don't really remember much about it. So uh, I sort of dropped out at about a goblet of fire. Okay. <laughs> don't know what that is. But um, <laughs> I've got a question. The wands in Harry Potter, yeah. mm-hmm. they kind of just look like a stick, right? They're like a twisted yeah. little stick. Some of them because- are fancier than that. Okay. Some have like bits in okay. them. Yeah, because I was in uh, I was in a collectibles store the other day, and they were selling. I mean, what I would call a stick, right? Yep. For three hundred and fifty dollars, and mm. saying that it was a wand, and I just <laughs> my fucking hat is off to whoever came up with that. The marketing idea of let's just sell people sticks for hundreds Ooh. of dollars. Luke, do you remember when we were in uh, we were at Venice Beach? And there was a the, certainly do people with just you know like he's card, still there. card ta- he's still there card tables selling stuff and there's a guy down there who's just got a, just he's honestly just he's collected a bunch of fucking sticks off the ground and he's got a sign that says magic wands and it's he's selling them yeah well see you can laugh but fucking uh, yep. action apparently City Warner Brothers is doing has it him as well yeah yeah except yeah he's doing it wrong he was selling his for like ten bucks no. each so he's got to yeah up That's the price. Right. See, for 10 bucks, I mean, like, this isn't, this is just a stick. Whereas for 350 bucks, I'm like, this is like an official replica stick. <laughs> it looks exactly like Voldemort's stick. <laughs> stick, I said. Stick or stick. <laughs> I said stick. Voldemort's <laughs> opener. Oh. Look, uh, Bright's on Netflix, right? Yes, it is. It certainly yeah, is. I, and the, the sequel's coming out soon, I think, as well. Will they start filming soon? Brighter. <laughs> yeah. It's called, oh, Too Bright, Turn It Down. Yeah, Too Bright. That's the third one. I uh, watched some Netflix this week. I caught up mm. on Making a Murderer Season 2. Mm. Matt, you've seen this? Yes. Yeah. I watched the first couple of episodes uh, and just couldn't get into it. Of the first season? I've delved even deeper. Of the first season. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't get into it. Let me put this out no. there then. That's I, I just want to ask weird. you this question. I, I want to know, at what point did the genre of true crime morph into drip? feeding information yes. that could yeah. fit into a 45-minute TV special over 13 hours. Yeah. Because there were whole episodes of this season that I said to myself after seeing, I learned nothing new in this. And also, it made me think they have turned the death of a young woman into yeah. entertainment. And it, and it, it hadn't really thought of me. It mm-hmm. hadn't really thought of me? I hadn't really thought of that is the correct thing I should have said. When I was watching yeah, the first season, the thing but now is, it's, it's just a bit on the because nose. Because the first season was a mystery. Yes. And, and there was an interesting side to it, you know, that this person had been wrongfully accused, spent years in prison, got out, mm-hmm. and then was, what he claims, wrongly accused again of an additional murder. That's interesting. Yes. But when you do an entire second season, and spoiler alert... Nothing has changed. Now, <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> the uh, then you just have to admit you are just cashing in. Yeah. Well, yeah, the second season came out very quickly. The second it? season, well, not really, because to be honest, the first season actually is from 2005, because I kind of, the maths didn't add up in my head, and I realized that I think Netflix might have bought this season, uh, bought this series off of whoever else did its first run, but... They do mm. tend to do that with some of the Net- Netflix originals. Yeah. They're not actually Netflix. They're That's just- right, because here it only came out last yeah. year, but... Well, um, the, the- the Staircase, which is also yes. a true crime thing. I watched The Staircase they, they, years ago. Yeah, so they definitely bought that. And I don't, I don't know if they paid for the newer episodes, um, but they might not even not have done that. But, that, yeah, that's quite old. Yeah. The um, original six episodes or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Well, there were six episodes. Then there was an hour special, which I think is episodes yeah. seven and eight. Yeah. Now. And now there's 13 of them. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I should get back in and catch up then on the ones I haven't seen. Mm. But Making a Murderer Season 2 is about the appeal. And that's interesting. That's fine. If there's new evidence and there's new theories, that's great. I want to hear about that. But there were a lot of episodes just about how sick his mum is, you know? Yes. It's very manipulative in that sense. Mm. And Well, see, I wonder if it's intentional because it's mostly, I think, about... Uh, about Brendan Dassey's appeals and 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 his attorneys, and then yep. also Stephen Avery's new lawyer, Kathleen Zellner, yep. who is she's fucking great. Like, please yep. represent me if I'm ever fucking yeah, on trial right. for murder. She will find a reason for you not to go to jail. Yeah, I've been following her after watching it too, and I think the whole thing is she thinks she can get him a retrial, and at this point, especially with season two and all the stuff that's going on. She'll get him out of prison if she does. Mm. Well, I think maybe that's what this whole Matt, thing's about. That her her Twitter is just updates of the court case where she uses hashtag yep. making a murderer. You know? <laughs> yep. Like she's pretty much just admitting this is just a big publicity stunt. Yeah, but that's her job. <laughs> no, I understand, like her- but uh, no, I understand from her point of view. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah I from, know. from the from the filmmaker's point of view, we're making this Caesar. I mean, you you've got to pretty much admit that you're just now you're just trying to get a dude off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I know me. Because the other thing is, I I because I, I I looked into it further, and and listeners, mm. if you if you're interested, I recommend you do this, but be careful because. Some of the sub, like, for example, there's a bunch of subreddits about about this and they go fucking way too far on some of this stuff. But yeah. there actually is a lot of evidence that he did do it, that they leave out of the documentary. And there's also some mm-hmm. other stuff that they that they leave out that's not, you know, that, 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 that suggests maybe he didn't do it. And, and it's really, it's just because they wasn't interesting enough. Yeah, but they're just telling one story. Yeah, they, well, but just because it's not interesting doesn't mean it's not relevant. Like, mm. if you're actually interested in the truth and not just being entertained, it's fucking important stuff to know. But yeah, because I'll be honest, a lot of this wasn't entertaining. <laughs> I enjoyed this season just because I I like I, I yeah, find I the subject too, and interesting. I watched it all, and I, and I can certainly see why you got a lot out of it. But um, I just I just think it's an odd. But, but I'll say this: if I ever get convicted of murder mm. can you guys immediately do a podcast or a netflix series about it because that's yeah. how you get off you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely like adnan Said has a, a, a new trial 
These yep. guys are, um, they're yep. up, you know. West Memphis 3 would, I mean, Damien Eccles yeah. would be dead if it wasn't for fucking literally HBO. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, he would literally um, be dead. I, I mentioned um, Teacher's Pet, an Aussie version of basically Serial. Um, it was this same thing, 13 hours of no new information. Um, and now they've just <laughs> fucking arrested the dude that the guy in the podcast said did it. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the one the, I think season two, Making a Murderer, is very apparent that they had all the information when they were editing these episodes together, but they still chose to mm-hmm. split it all up into episodes that are. It, it follows a, a, a plot. Like there's a whole yeah. episode the, for the first half of the season. She's basically coming just short of accusing somebody, like the yeah. neighbor, of of potentially having killed her. And then, and then she goes and speaks to him, right? You know yeah. the one I'm talking about, where they get him drunk, and then she's like, yeah. "Nah, it wasn't him." Yeah, really offhand like, as well. Fuck? Just oh, by the way, viewer, you don't suspect him anymore. Yeah, well, you knew that the thing. at the beginning, here's, like, yeah, because you edited this later because you filmed it all, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, I like the 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 thing that was good about Serial, for example, was that each episode was about a new piece of information that made you doubt what you'd heard in the last episode. You know? Mm, it unfolded sure. before you to a point. This one doesn't. It just kind of hangs there. And actually, I mm. I, I do think that the story that the police prosecution came up with to put these two people in jail is probably not true. I do believe yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um but that doesn't mean they didn't do it, and that doesn't mean right. that the theories that their lawyers and the filmmakers of this show mm. have put forward to me as what I'm supposed to believe instead, I don't believe that either. Because they leave important things out. Like, there's one piece of information, right, that kind of, uh, you know, you know, Brendan Dassey confessed, right, coerced yep. or otherwise, right? But part of that confession was... That because people go, why would why would her blood even be in the car if he killed her at the house and then burned the body, right? Mm-hmm. Except Brandon Dassey in his confession apparently said they tried to take the body to a uh, a lake to to drive the car into a lake, but then when they got there, the lake had dried up, so they had mm-hmm. to bring it back. And it's like, well, fuck, that's important to know that he said yeah. that. Yeah, that changes quite <laughs> a lot, but it's just yeah. not in the show at all. So, anyway, if you haven't seen Making a Murder, that's not going to mean anything, but it's interesting. It's just, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, look, I found it interesting. It I, watched, I watched it all. But, yeah, I, I was aware of the manipulation much more in this season yes. than I was in the first season. Yeah. It's, it's very much, I think, Kathleen Zellner, like I said, please fucking represent me if I'm ever in trouble because she will get a fucking reasonable doubt if he gets another trial. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this sure is she's all a about. Human being. Her face looks like a mask. <laughs> I know. Fucking great lawyer though. Yeah. She's just ridiculous. And oh, some of the yeah. stuff she says, it's just like, you have fucking got to be kidding me, but yeah. she's committed. Yeah. She goes for it. She says some ridiculous shit, but that's, that's what her job is. Yeah. Watch anything else this week? Uh, well, I did actually. I, I, I we've talked about this, I think, briefly before. I rewatched a classic film that I had not watched since I was very young, and then I watched the sequel because, okay. like I said, I'm sure we've talked about this before. 
but Rambo mm-hmm. yeah. changes quite a lot. Oh, yeah. After- Between the first and second films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they change so, consistently changes as they go along. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I hadn't seen Rambo since I was a kid and I don't, I, I knew because I, I'm, I know that this is not uncommon knowledge that the first one's quite different in tone to all the rest of them. So, mm. and as a kid, you did, as a kid, you sort of normally skip the first one because, <laughs> yeah, because this, because yeah, it's not as good. But yeah. I actually, yeah. I really enjoyed it this time, but, but just the, no, the fucking love change. First Blood. The change is so fucking like hilarious almost to yeah. watch them. I watched them back to back. So the first <laughs> one, right. if you're not familiar with the story of the first, like First Blood, it's a tragic story about a fucking war vet who he escaped from a prison camp in Vietnam. And he comes back to the US and he's it's been seven years and he's now hitchhiking around the country trying to find his old friends from the war, his old, you know, squad mates, but they're all fucking dead. And then he finally gets to this guy's house, like his best mate from the war, finds out he's dead too. He died of cancer because of the Agent Orange. And he's like, ah, oh, that's a bummer. So he's like hitchhiking around. Wandering around, wanders into this town called Hope in Washington. And because he looks like a, a homeless guy, the sheriff picks him up, drives him to the other side of town and says, fuck off, mate. <laughs> we don't want you here. And uh, so he gets upset, wanders back into town. They arrest him. They rough him up. He has like fucking PTSD flashbacks, goes crazy, runs off into the woods. They start hunting him down and he retaliates and it fucking goes, shit gets crazy from there. And it's a little over the top, but, you know, it's a very sad story. And at the end, his his old colonel shows up, talks him down, tells him if he doesn't give up, they're going to kill him. And he'll be the last survivor and bring disgrace on his unit. And is that what he wants? And he starts crying and talks about the war and all this horrible shit that happened. And then they arrest him. And it's very, it's all very, like, dire. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the second one, he's in prison and the colonel comes in and says, we're sending you back to Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> but it's and it's just so on the nose. And he goes, he goes. We need you to go back and get these POWs out. And then Rambo goes, "Do we get to win this time?" <laughs> yeah. Also, point out, fucking hell, the, the war is over. Yeah, this is the eighties. This is oh, the yeah. late eighties. It's ten years later at that point, yeah. and apparently the the Vietnamese have been hiding American POWs in the in the forest for some reason. Yeah, yeah. They just keep <laughs> because, them because. You know, in the late 70s, early 80s, when the first one was written, it's like America was the bad guy. You know, America yes. was the one that the the average guy had to look out for. And then later on, nah, fuck it, it's the gooks. <laughs> Matt, you should have continued you know, on to the third one. Do you do you know what happened I, in the fucking third a, one? He goes to Afghanistan. He goes to and Afghanistan he to, the to join the Taliban. Yeah, he helps the... Um, they don't the, call it the, the Taliban, the Mujahideen. It's the Mujahideen. Mujahideen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but they they because, changed the because the fucking Russians are there, and by yeah. that point, America fucking hates the Russians. Well, they show up in the second one too. But that's the the the, the it's just so fucking different. In the first one, he doesn't kill anyone, right? Mm. One cop he just dies, tries to survive. Yeah, and it's a, it's an accident, right? The cop, and it's the cop's fault, really. He's been yeah. a, he's been a prick, and then he falls out of the helicopter and dies. But um. Rambo doesn't kill anyone. They actually fire a rocket launcher at him to try and <laughs> right. kill him. That's right. He still though, doesn't kill anyone. In the second one, in the third one, he gets one, he hit kills in the everyone. stomach. He gets hit by in the stomach by a rocket launcher and just kind of pushes it through out the other side. 
and just continue <laughs> fucking right. shooting Russians with his bow and arrow. It's been so long since I watched it. I actually bought a pack of them on uh, iTunes. That's Fantastic. why this all happened. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back but to yeah. it. I actually read the book that the first one's based on. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, it's actually it's a sh- quite a short yeah, book. Yeah, I only read short books these days. I don't have the attention span for big, thick Game of Luke Thrones won't even things. commit to that. Yeah. But I read, no. it on, I read it on a listicle of um, top 10 movies you didn't know were based on books. And uh, <laughs> that one I was like, fuck, I did not know Rambo was based on a book. The book is fucking yeah. hardcore too. You know how yeah. they're, uh, you know, he's in the shower and they're, they're shooting him with the fucking fire hose? Yeah. At that point in the book, he escapes. So he's naked. So he is huh. naked during the entire rest of the plot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you know, because I, I, I did some research on, on it because I, I was interested. And it, it took uh, something like 10 years to get the film to happen. And there were a bunch of different actors attached. And eventually when Stallone came in, he changed it. Because it, uh, it says in the book, he's a fucking psychopath. Like it's not even in yeah. in the movie he's fairly a sympathetic character you feel bad for him in the book they apparently, do make him much more sympathetic yeah yeah in the book but he's, he's still just a fucking maniac i think it's not that he's a maniac it's that he flips completely into maniac mode right yeah i think he still comes from that same point of view as stallone's rambo but he the ptsd just basically flicks the switch with him yeah right and he's just fucking animal in the in the jungle who'll do anything to survive. <laughs> Man, that first movie. It, it, it does get a little bit over the top. By the end of it, I was like, fucking hell, all right. This is silly. But whatever. He <laughs> blows up uh, half the town. <laughs> good movie, though. Yeah. Now I want to watch movie. them. I haven't seen um the fourth one. There was yeah, a fourth yeah. one. I've seen they're making fourth. a fifth one. But yeah, and, the and there's going to be yeah. a fifth as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the fourth one any good? I mean, I enjoyed um, it. Yeah. I remember it being all right. It's got, yeah. um, what's her name in it? Darla from yeah, Buffy. Dar- and yeah. Yeah. And Dexter. Forget her name. Mm-hmm. Right in, listeners. Let us know what you thought of Rambo. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Mnerdgasm on Twitter. Multiplenerdgasm on Facebook. Uh, if you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash multiplenerdgasm. For as little as $1 a month, you can help us out. And uh, for five bucks a month, you get the show early, and for ten bucks a month, you get the after party, which is uh, an extra 10, 20 minutes of us babbling on about shit. Yeah, it is, but only for special people. Yeah, yeah. special people pays. who who pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You pay me, I'll do anything. Okay, speaking of which, that's a good segue, um, mm. Matt. There's a new book coming out uh, that you might be interested mm. in. Um, okay. The book is called David Lynch, comma, Nudes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Interesting. It's a book by David Lynch, who uh, I, like, I know you're, I like David you're Lynch. a big fan of. Yeah, you're a big fan. Yeah. Um, but but I'll just I'll just preface this by saying, the nudes are not of himself. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently. David Lynch, for quite some time now, has been taking a lot of pictures of naked women. Okay. That doesn't really uh, surprise me. No, nor should it. Um, he's taken so many that he's finally gone, might put these all into a book. So I might um, put these all into a book, is how, is yeah. how he said it. <laughs> don't watch it 
on your iPhone, whatever you do. The book? He, well, what? he hates that. Oh, he does. He does. He does. Yeah, sorry. He fucking he, went. He had a big rant yeah. on YouTube about it. Why? Because uh, that's not how he makes movies to be watched. And you know what? If it came from anyone else, I might have. I might have listened, but. He has stopped making yeah. good movies, and now he just fucking shoots on his handycam in his mm. own house with his friends. So I'm not going to bother going to the fucking cinema to watch that. Well, shit, look, he did David. make uh, he did make the new season of Twin Peaks, and I like that. Couldn't a lot. do it. Couldn't get past the first episode. So yeah, I mean, I don't know the kind of pictures, nude pictures that David Lynch would take, but I have a feeling. It's probably stuff you could get into, Matt. <laughs> All right. You know? Well. I mean, there's certain people that just kind of share an aesthetic taste, and I think you can probably trust that David Lynch is going <laughs> to satisfy your appetite. You know? This is a quote from David Lynch on the book. I like to photograph <laughs> naked women. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is that on the back just like the quote you know there's I mean, always there's like another, a, there's another sentence after that but that's just that is a great quote don't i like ruin to photograph it, naked it, women hang that there yeah. yeah i love david lynch luke i'm listening um, to his uh his his book uh it's called space to dream i think it's called oh, okay. it's, a, it's an audio book and it's it's no uh, interest in hearing what he has to say Mate, it's I mean, great. Go and, it's got. I'll go and watch Lost Highway again, but I'm not. It's gonna narrated fucking... by the author, who's a, this. This woman huh. wrote the book. It's like an autobiography. It's narrated by her, but then he pops in after each chapter and just what? fucking t- tells you a story for about an hour oh my about God. all the stuff that well, he comes t- in to check on how everyone's going. <laughs> he just pops in there and just tells oh, you a bunch of anecdotes. Insane. It's great. So, Matt, I mean, f- f- for you, like I was saying, I can't think of a better person to curate your porn. Um, <laughs> David Lynch. Luke, can you can you think of who you would trust? Like if if there was someone who came out with a with a book of nudes that you'd be like, well, I'll get that because I know that I'm going to like that. Um. Oh, I do have someone. I just can't think of their name. Give me a second. Um. Edgar Wright. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. Luke has said yep. in the past that Edgar Wright is his him. favorite director. He said that. Yep. yep. God, what would it? I, I trust what he come what out with. I couldn't remember his name for, for a hot minute there. Edgar but. Wright be? There'd just be lots of really fast cuts. Yeah. A lot of montage of close-ups. And you get exactly to see how I like the it. close-up of the zipper unzipping and then like the whoosh, pants come yeah. down with like sound effects. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, right. Yeah, they'd be. And, and, and you just want to keep moving on. You don't want to focus on the same shit for too yeah. long. Yep. Then it would cut to a watch and then it would cut to them having already had sex just lying there. Cut to a close-up of Simon well, Pegg and he says, this- I've got the opener in my hand. Yeah. And then it just shows him drinking a beer. Because he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Would you like to now know my view on sex? Yes. <laughs> I think now is a perfect Very time. Very much so. You do things in your own way and prefer getting pleasure by doing it by yourself. <laughs> Even in sex, as you see sex as a bother. What? But you, mm. this is exactly how it says. This is exactly this is how, how it says. <laughs> this is exactly how it's written. I'll read that again. You do things in your own way and prefer getting pleasure by doing it by yourself. Mm. Even in sex, as you see sex as a bother. Okay. Mm. But your five sense, and it does say sense, not senses, are well-developed and you are sexually very sensitive. (laughs) 
Once you become more adventurous, you'll surprise yourself by how much you enjoy sex. You slowly reach orgasm in a normal way rather than trying bizarre acts or abnormal styles. Okay, now. Try to gain more variations by getting to know each other's bodies well. What okay. questions there's did they lot, ask you? There's a lot to unpack there. All God. right. Let's go As line said, by line. Qu- now, were you drunk when you took this personality English, test that so you don't remember no these idea. questions? Okay. Like, what so the fuck did they ask you for the, starters, to, to glean all this? It said that you 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 find sex bothersome and that you'd rather just masturbate. Yep. Yeah. That's that's my biggest takeaway yep. from it. It yep. also knows that you masturbate into strange objects. <laughs> Why are you saying that like it's No, facts? I'm just saying well, you took this test before you got the eight ball, before you got the Kamora. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's existing evidence that you've already, mm. you know, I mean... For starters, whoever wrote this report on you seems, my hand seems right to now. be trying oh. to get you to fuck them. You know, by the, one by the second Kamori half of the this, other it hand. starts saying things like, come on, just try sex. You'll like it. Try it. Screw <laughs> to go. Yeah. I get confused by the fact that it says once you become more adventurous, you'll start to enjoy sex more. Mm. But then it says you'll uh, work. Branch out from jerking off. Slowly, <laughs> I'll, I'll slowly reach orgasm in normal ways rather than trying to bizarre or abnormal styles. Like, do you want me to be adventurous or do you want me to be plain? Like, what do you want? Bizarre and abnormal styles. What did you tell them you, you did? I don't know. I really don't know. It wasn't in English. I remember that. Wow. Well, they were probably as shocked as you I are. went on a few... <laughs> I, they were the, so the shocked they had to write the, him a little report that said, listen, maybe mate, in time when your confidence is up, you can try yeah. having regular, normal sex. Mate, that, that thing I you told us you do, got- you need to stop doing that. That is that is. <laughs> I got this done at Seeger World. <laughs> I was at Seeger World when I got this done. Whoa. Sort of like an indoor sort of theme park thing that had like lots of rides and computer I games and stuff. I can't believe it's still a Sega world for stuff. Was the man dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog giving you the <laughs> the, the test? Well, I don't... But no, there was a lot of rides in there. There was even like, um... Oh, who's Ace Attorney? Oh, Phoenix Wright. Phoenix no. Wright. There was a whole... Like, wow. There was a whole game of that and you had to go around and get clues. Wasn't in English. Had no idea what I was doing, but I did it. That's amazing. Those games are great. We need to go to Japan and do it. Yeah, I need to go to Japan in general. Yeah. It's going to be fucking cool. 2020. Let's do it. <laughs> Japan 2020. Well, speaking of Phoenix Wright, actually, I've been playing uh, uh, one of the Phoenix Wright games on my on my DS, but I've been lured away from it this week by a game that I have talked about before. Uh, Luke, are you, have you used your Switch at all? I was actually using it today. What were you doing with it? I was playing Super Mario Party. Oh, yeah. Cool. I lost twice. That game does not reward being good. <laughs> no, it rewards failure. Yes. Man, I miss Mario Party. Well, I've been playing Crashlands on my Switch, and that is a game... What's Crashlands? Well, you, might, you may recall, this might sound familiar, because I've talked to... I, I've kind of raved about this years ago when it came out on iOS. It is a, uh, a kind of isometric uh, combination of... Sort of, it's sort of kind of Diablo-y, but it's also kind of Minecrafty because you build stuff and you're a hmm. you're a, a space uh, post person, like package delivery person, and your ship gets shot down. It's like a, it's kind of a, it's a funny game, it's a comedy game. Um, 
Okay. Your ship gets busted up and you end up on this planet called Wonope. And uh, you basically have to, you know, collect all the bits and pieces to put your ship back together and have adventures into these kind of goat creatures you talk to. And um, it's it, like I played a ton of it on my um, on my phone. And then I got the Switch version and logged into my account in there. And then I could continue the game that I was playing like two years ago. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, fucking great. So, so that was a nice surprise. But... Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's just. I'm watching the really trailer cool for it now. You know what it reminds me of the art style, mm-hmm. Toe Jam and Earl. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very quirky. Uh, it, like it's very funny. Like it's just it's just super fun. You know, you start out with with very basic equipment, and then you go and you build yourself. Yeah, more I started out equipment. with very basic equipment. Yeah, <laughs> the opener is very basic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, highly recommended on Switch. Uh, it's like uh, it's like the iOS version, except you don't have to use a touch screen if you don't want to, which is nice because that's one of the things I don't like about playing games on on my phone. Is if if it's if it's a game that could have a di- like a D pad and they put like a D pad on the screen, I fucking hate that. Ugh. No, I find that with the touch screens having the games where you need like a D pad, it just on the touch screen it just doesn't quite work right. Yes. I haven't played a game so, on a, on my phone in years, years. I think it was designed for the phone. And, and to be fair, the the the, uh, the iOS version of Crashlands wasn't wasn't as wasn't like that. You you just kind of touched where you wanted to walk to. But still, I just prefer having the okay. D pad. But the thing with the Switch is you can do it either way. So, yeah, Switch is great. I don't know. I keep thinking I want to try and play with Switch more. I might start taking it to work. It's great, man. It's fucking great. Like, well, I had I. We had to go out and buy extra controllers so I could have four-play Mario Party today. Mm. And it sort of seems a bit weird. Like, controllers are expensive, but now I have four of them. I read a review of Mario Party for the Switch that said, yes, it is worth the $80 to get another set of controllers. Oh, it is. It was fun. I do like Mario Party. Like, yeah, it's, the games were not hard, and while I did win most of the games, it wasn't like I was winning all of them, which I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it was a bit of competition there, but yeah, I got screwed. There was over. only one thing that I hated about uh, about Mario Party, and that was Matt. So, <laughs> Waluigi, yeah. he's the only one who's allowed to play Waluigi. <laughs> so you know, <sighs> brings I got PTSD just hearing that. <laughs> What's the problem, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking love my Switch. It's great. Uh, no, no, the only thing that gets me is there's no achievements. Well, there are achievements, but they're not Xbox some achievements. Games. Like I can get, well, I can start playing Minecraft on it and get Xbox achievements. Right. I just don't care about achievements. I don't care. <laughs> well, it's because your achievement is scores nothing compared to mine. <laughs> Fair. No, but I think achievements. They're one of the things that. When you start off, they're a bit of fun, and then you sort of stop caring about them. But then when you get past a certain level, they that's all you care about. Mm-hmm. And I'm at that level where, yeah, I need more. Oh, I'm back to 15 in Australia. Oh, goodness. Impressive. I'm in a fight for between 15. Yeah, I just got 15 back. So, yeah, I'm fighting with someone to keep it. There's like 300 points between us. Wow. No, I've been, try- I've been chasing him for a while. Ever since I went to um, America for E3, I sort of lost a few mm. positions, so it's been hard to get them mm. back. 
I think we're going to do that next year. E3? I wanted to go again. Do it. But actually go to E3. <laughs> yes. I might see. If I can get cheap ticket, airplane tickets, I'll do it. Especially if you guys are going to be there. Well, we do want to be. So I, uh, we have there's some follow-up this week from something you guys talked about last week, actually, when I wasn't here. Uh, yeah. I did listen, obviously. Okay, uh, yeah. Make, make an effort to listen. Uh, and I had heard about this, too. This was kind of a big deal on the uh, on the interwebs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Fallout 76 bag gate. Oh, yeah. Canvas bag <laughs> versus... Uh, yeah. Did you hear how it got worse? Uh, did it get worse for a it bit? Got did worse, it got worse. I noticed... It's sort of there was one thing. It sort of got worse. My 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 favorite thing so about that, it f- when it first happened was the I don't know if you guys I don't think you guys mentioned this, but it was the response from Bethesda when that guy logged the ticket and he said, um, "Yeah, that guy so got fired." There was a, the, someone wrote in and said, "Hey, the bag I got that I paid to it three hundred dollars for is a piece of shit. Uh, what are you guys planning on doing about it?" And the guy from Bethesda replied and said, "Not planning on doing anything about it." <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they've yeah. actually come out and said that, hey, we will honour it now, lodge a ticket with us by this date, and we'll send you a canvas bag once they once begrudgingly did it. Look, we're not yeah. sure when we're going to do it, but if you lodge a ticket well, within the next four weeks, then whenever we do it, we'll send you one. Seeing as you well, paid for What it. happened with this? I might try and log a ticket myself. lodging tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you logged the ticket, and you could see everyone else's tickets as well. Oh God! Oh, so all of their details, like emails, addresses, no. like everything, was on there. So yeah, that didn't go down well either. Oh. Bethesda. Which I don't understand how that can that can happen. Like tickets, that's a normal thing. How do you screw up like that? They're Bethesda. getting crucified over this for that yeah, series. This has been Stay. a mitigated disaster. I like Bethesda, but this is not but- good. Like, this is making me... Like, normally, you sort of forgive their games for being buggy. <laughs> sure. Because, like, all their games have released mm-hmm. buggy. It's part of the charm of the yeah, Fallout so charm is that, yeah. is that, yeah, you could kick a skull and it flies good, off into the distance. <laughs> but the games have been good. This time, though, there, there's no game. Well, there is. It's just not, like, not a good game. Like, at the end of, like, Fallout 4 and all the Fallouts and stuff, is where you start wandering around just trying to find all the cool, cool stuff that's around and... But there's still still a story in there that you did before you got to that point. Yeah. But um, Obsidian, they're releasing a new game soon. That's yes. being sort of fuck, mate. That looks so good. like it looks excellent. It's teased as like, well, they're the ones that made um for that New mm-hmm. Vegas. Yep. So people are already sort of comparing this sort of space yeah. game to like now a new that Fallout. everybody loves Fallout, Fallout New Vegas. It's actually got a dialogue tree. You select the dialogue option. You don't just hit a button that's like a vague response and then he says something sort of related to what you were hoping he would say. <laughs> yeah. See, I was so hoping that when there was a new Fallout 76 coming, it was going to be like a new mm-hmm. Vegas. Like, here's the Fallout 4 engine. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a new world. Go. I just don't think that they could do a massively multiplayer game and I'm going to like it as much as I like the single player ones. Yeah. I mean, it's like, do it. I think it's like when Elder Scrolls Elder Online Scrolls, came out. Yeah, exactly right. Like, it, uh, that did better, though. It, I it think Elder did, Scrolls Online But I still had literally no interest in playing it, other than the fact that I had a little bit of FOMO because I knew I was missing out on Elder Scrolls content. <laughs> but the, the thing about the Elder Scrolls one, there was still. Like a story there, you'd meet people, you could talk to them, and they'd send you on quests. With Fallout, there's just nothing. Well, I have zero interest in playing Fallout 76, and I'm 
I'm I, sure I, I never will. Finished I have it. bought two consoles for Fallout games. Fallout. And yeah. I will not, not be doing. One. I will not even be buying this game. Uh, I think yeah, <laughs> Bethesda. They've really screwed up, and probably is their next game's probably a, a year or two away at least. Because what is their next game after this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I honestly don't uh, know what it is. Like it's. Look, I, I don't know either, but I'm I don't care because I'm perfectly happy just riding my horse around now. Oh, there's a Doom sequel coming out. Oh, Doom! Oh, Doom yeah, Doom. Be, that'll probably be good. But they're they're really next big one. I think it's like the new Skyrim's mm. is Elder Scrolls. The new like Elder Scrolls. That's I think like yeah. two years away at least. Yeah, we gotta wait for that. Like their big money spinners are yeah. Mm. And I think they were hoping this one was going to stay around for a little while and they're going to make some money off it. But even the atoms, which are the in-game currency that you spend, like I've got a couple of yeah. thousand of them. There's nothing <laughs> I want. Like I've, I go in and have a look and I go, yeah, I can buy that, but don't I don't to. see the point in it. But I'm also not their target audience. No. For what kind of things can you buy? Uh, you can buy like stuff for your camp okay. to Ugh. make it prettier. Like flags or different styles of stuff, and I'm just I, my camp consists of a storage bin and a, a mm. weapon so like workstation. Like playing like Conan. House. Yeah. yeah, when we're playing Conan, <laughs> and uh, and we had these like kind of nice houses, and Luke just had this fucking hovel. Yeah, yeah, and then both he of us slept on the floor. Both in his of fucking us had shit. Also built second houses elsewhere. Like really. Yeah. Stylized artistic houses. It looks like I've Luke's just got, just got a sheet hovel. of tin that he pulls over himself at night. <laughs> I I miss I miss that game. I look at, where am I, I going to spend most of my time? Conan today. Like when I was playing that, and I was right into it. I could think about nothing else other than that game. And for that brief moment, we ha- we had that server that we were all on. I fucking loved that. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that server was clunky. I assume as that's shit. gone now. Yeah, it just disappeared. And I wrote to them, I'm like, where yeah. the fuck's yeah. my server? And they were like, uh, it's gone. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that just that Yeah, just but, but then it just disappeared. And, and they were like... Every time I tried to log on, they it were wasn't like, oh, there. The, the subscription only lasts three months. And I'm like, well, it doesn't roll over or I get a notification? No, 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 we just, we just terminate it. I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking great, isn't it? It's <laughs> ridiculous. I so wish we were about uh-huh. 20 years younger and had the same money we do now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. That'd be great. That would have been nuts. The same amount of time yeah. we had as well. None of this work What's well, the problem is the only reason we have money is because we work. So it's, I don't think it's going to really work, yep. out, work a that well. vicious cycle. Yeah, you yeah. know where we could go that costs a bit of money? Where's that? The after party. After party. Patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm if you want in on this shit. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.